Naughty Nature takes an unfiltered look at the R-rated side of nature, so this podcast may not be suitable for all audiences. I'm Lindsay, and I love fungus. I'm Rachel, and I'm eating a frappuccino. (laughs) But I also like birds. And uh, this week is Rachel's week. <gasps> but before we go any further, you need to know that this podcast is rated R for some... Strong language. And some graphic sexual content. The most graphic content. I am excited about this. <laughs> Rachel's been real cryptic about it. Okay, okay, okay. I know how last week, or not last week, the last time I did mine, I said it was going to be my favorite episode we ever did. Mm-hmm. This is going to be my favorite episode we ever did instead. Okay. <laughs> is this going to be like me every time I see a mushroom and I'm like, that's my favorite. And like all of them are my favorites. No, not at all. Okay. Okay. Um, Sensing a trend. I'm just going to – well, that you're wrong. It cannot peak <laughs> after this is what I'm saying. Like okay. I'm sorry to our future listeners who are just now joining us and just getting started because it's, it's never going to get better than this for me. Oh, yeah. I was going to say for Rachel. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm going to tell you what this is about in two words, and then you're going to understand, okay? Okay. Dinosaur sex. Holy shit. (laughs) Yep, this is going to be the best one. She's absolutely right. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Here's why this is going to be so freaking awesome. It has literally everything that I like about nature, animals, whatever. It's got... Birds. It's got evolutionary history. It's got fossilized animals. It's got phylogeny and relationships and told, all of it told through the lens of sex. <laughs> oh, this is going to be so, so good. It's going to be really fun. I even have, like I told you earlier, new information about duck sex mm-hmm. and penises that you did not know before. So, okay, here we go. Cool. I'm excited. <clears throat> so, from the beginning here, I'm going to tell you what one of my main sources was. I read a book that we borrowed from our friend from the Cedric County Zoo, Mm. and it was called Dawn of the Deed, written by John Long, uh, the professor of paleontology. I know. Dude. Okay. (laughs) That name. This book. For a book about sex. No, there's something even better in it, and I I thought about bringing the book in, but I was worried it would give it away before I revealed Mm. it. Um, It's in my office, but... Yeah, John Long. Um, wait, let me finish telling you who he is. He is – shut up. Um, oh, shit. Where'd it go? Oh, professor of paleontology at Flinders University in Australia. In one of the early chapters of this book, which is all about, like, the origins of sex and the fossil record and stuff, okay. um, he was talking about, like, a review that um, was – published in part uh, or con- there was a contribution to this report um, on a fossilized uh, bone that they thought was a scrotum but then it wasn't it was just a bone and um, anyway the some of the contributing I, I cannot a tell this is a joke scrotum? no it just looked like a scrotum like if you cut off the tip of a bone oh, a leg bone you know how it looks like a little ball sack yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but at any rate um, 
one of the professors' names was Cox. Oh, God. And the other one's name was Ball. No way. Yeah. And no they, they tried to like put it in the review, like, oh, with contributions from doctors Cox and Ball. And then they'd like cut that out of the paper and they wouldn't publish that. <laughs> You're kidding me. I, I will go find it after we're done. Cause I, I, I couldn't tell if it was a joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I really hope that it's not a joke and it's real life. Yeah, there was also um, somebody named Dickinson in this book, too. <laughs> there was a lot of fun humor. Um, anyway, I mean, accidental, punny humor. Yeah. I need to so, read this. He is um, my main source here. I, I tried to look to see if there was any additional um, new information. Cause I think this book was published back in like 2012 or 2013. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't see any other um, reviews of the scientific refer- record on this that were more recent that had new information. But I also have a couple of articles from um, researchers working on bird penises and crocodile penises that we will talk about later on. Okay. At any rate, I'm going to start by quoting a book, quoting the book, Dawn of the Deed. Um, There was a quote that says, um, the average paleontologist knows less about dinosaur sex then a second grader knows about the human variety. Oh, wow. So that kind of gives you an idea of yeah. the scope here. So I'm also going to tell you right away that even though we do have a lot of soft tissue that's been preserved in dinosaurs, like mummies, and we have fossilized like stomachs and livers and other like tissues, mm-hmm. we do not have any fossilized dinosaur reproductive organs. Oh, go figure. Yeah. So I'm getting that out of the way right now. But basically what that means is that this is kind of like a fun forensic mystery of like trying to piece together everything that we know in this field, like the relationships between like modern organisms and how they have sex and all this different stuff. And then other little like forensic bits and pieces that we know from the fossil record uh-huh. to try and piece together like um, incidentally, I guess, Okay, what this picture looks like. I feel like I should be taking notes. Don't. Okay. Okay. It'll be great. Okay. 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 Quiz me at the end. I will. I'll be able to figure it out. (laughs) Okay. So, Lindsay. Yes, Rachel. What groups are most related to dinosaurs that we still have on the planet today? Burbs. Of course. Not just burbs, though. Mm -mm. Blorbs. Excuse me. (laughs) I said burbs, not birds. Burbs and blorbs. What the fuck? I don't know. Like a really fat bird is a blorb. Okay. Um, so dinosaurs' closest relatives are bird, burbs and blorbs. Burbs and blorbs. And? And crocodiles. And alligators. You are correct. Okay. Which are nested in a tree of reptilians. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So... We're going to be looking at those guys to piece together what dinosaur sex might have been like. Awesome. And I will say that the evidence seems to suggest that mammalian penises evolved completely separate from any reptilian. So, you know, like Mm -hmm. back in that time period, maybe reptiles and mammals diverged at a certain point and then other animals diverged. Okay, so mammals' penises evolved completely separate from these other penises. Okay. Okay. So, we have two main hypotheses for how dinosaurs copulated and had sex. Hypothesis number one is the cloacal kiss. 
<laughs> so loud. That was loud. Um, so as you know, what is a cloacal kiss and what does it look like and how sexy is it on a scale of one to ten? They touch butts. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it's just like a little smoosh. Like, boop. And then it's over. And it's on a scale of one to Jeff Goldblum sexy, they're like a negative two. <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of one to Jeff Goldblum, it's a negative yeah. two. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Um, and some birds have actually, like, I, you said birds. Mm-hmm. So some some birds have taken their cloacal kissing to such a specialized degree that they can mate in flight for, like, less than a second. Like, Dang. just boom, done. That's amazing. Seminal fluid transferred. Sexy time's over. Not sexy at all. Not sexy at all. Um, so... There are some hypotheses that this might be how dinosaurs had sex. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Um, first of all, I would like for you to picture in your mind what that would be like. Well, my... Why, what's going through your head? Well, I keep picturing a T-Rex. <laughs> of As course. Should. A T-Rex is like the epitome of the dinosaurs. You yeah. know what I mean? When oh, people yeah. think of dinosaurs, they think of T-Rexes. Exactly. Or at least... Our generation does. I don't know about younger generations because I know younger generations are just like chock full of all this dinosaur knowledge. So yeah. they're, they know so much about dinosaurs. It's it's inspiring, frankly. Honestly, yeah. So, but I imagine T-Rexes and it's pretty damn funny. And if I take it a little step further, I imagine like the plastic T-Rex from Toy Story. <laughs> okay. And that makes it even worse. And that's all. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah. There are some paleontologists who um, fight really hard for the clinical kiss hypothesis mm-hmm. who have suggested that perhaps an animal like T-Rex would like back up butt to butt. <laughs> You're kidding me. No. Oh my God. That's not how I'm imagining it. <laughs> no, it's not how I'm imagining it either. I'm thinking like bird, like it tucks a tail on yeah, the, or just cl- like a turtle or whatever. Like a, like a, uh. <laughs> what? I don't know how to describe that. Yeah. Backs their butts. <laughs> Okay, so here's here's the thing. What is the evidence for this, and why do people think yes. that dinosaurs may have clinical kissed? I need evidence. Well, um, like you're suggesting, um, their closest relatives being birds, which only three percent of birds have a penis. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's one of the reasons. However, there's an even more important reason why we think they may have just clinical kissed. One reason is tuataras. Now. They are a lizard-like reptile mm-hmm. from New Zealand, mm-hmm. and these guys are considered to be the most primitive reptile that we have on the planet today. Okay. Um, here's a quote from the book. Uh, these are true relics, hangovers from the Triassic period, 240 million years ago. Dang. So these guys are basically living fossils yeah they're lizard like but they're not lizards they're not lizards Mm -hmm. yeah and here's the thing about tuataras they do not have penises so the tuatara actually has sex and copulates via a cloacal kiss (gasps) oh that's Mm. some damn good evidence yeah so that's a sperm transfer that's occurring cloaca to cloaca um and because of that we think that the whole tree of reptiles probably developed penises beyond the original like ancestors of reptiles yeah yeah, yeah. it's like the ancestors of reptiles probably didn't have penises yeah but they're a derived trait yeah further up the tree Uh uh-huh so um 
all other reptiles besides the tuatara have at least one penis mm-hmm. and sometimes paired penises. Yes. Yes. They think that perhaps dinosaurs mated butt to butt, but obviously, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> obviously, there's some issues here with um, some dinosaurs. Like, okay, you pictured the Tyrannosaurus rex. Yes. There are some very difficult dinosaur body plans that would make something like a cloacal kiss very, very challenging. Yeah. For example, we're dinosaur renaissance children, so we imagine things like Stegosaurus. Yeah. We are are Jurassic Park. Yeah. People. Right. Some researchers have suggested quite creative mating positions to try and make clinical kissing work for these guys. Okay. Um, I tried to find this and all I could find was articles about this, but apparently there is um, a person named Heinrich Malison from the Museum of Natural History in Berlin who developed computerized models for dinosaur sex positions. No. I know. And so I'm kind of envisioning this like a Kama Sutra for dinosaur yeah. sex. Um, but by doing this, he discovered that the Kentrosaurus, which is a relative of the stegosaurus it has like okay you know stegosaurus on the end of its tail has like four spikes uh-huh. these guys have like two big old spikes like this way. oh that's fun <clears throat> it's very fun but they discovered that um their cloacal kiss hypothesis for dinosaur mating meant that the kentrosaurus was in a very dangerous position of potentially castrating itself in order oh. to <laughs> inseminate the female so um yeah okay for some reason, in that case, people were like, it's not that there might have been penises. Instead, perhaps dinosaurs like the Stegosaurus did like missionary position. <laughs> Where like the Stegosaurus like rolls over onto its side and lays down and like opens its legs up. And then the other Stegosaurus gets on top and then they go like front to front. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know who thought this was like a logical hypothesis. It doesn't oh my sound God. logical to me, but you know what? Nature is not logical anyway, so uh, it could have been that way. Yeah. I, I'm just picturing my mom's <laughs> dog like rolling over in submission to get her belly oh, rubbed. No. <laughs> I know. It's like you said roll over. I'm like, oh, God, oh, it's no. Ripley. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically, um, yeah, the, the only way some dinosaurs – possibly could have made it without literally castrating themselves was by, by like rolling over missionary oh, style man. and laying down together to do the deed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and that's all the evidence that I have for a clickle kiss. Um, I did, as a side note, though, want to point out that uh, the word cloaca, which we have not discussed before. <gasps> we haven't. The origins of the word cloaca. <gasps> yes. Comes from the Latin for sewer. No. <laughs> Because it's like the refuse pipe and yeah. the semen pipe and the egg pipe and everything. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's so unfortunate. Uh, yeah. And and I should mention that, you know, reptiles all have cloacas, too. Even mm. the ones that have, like, penises and stuff, they'll, like, pop out of the cloaca. Yes. Yep. Okay. Boom. That's it. Okay. So then what is the other possibility for dinosaurs and how they had sex? With a penis. With a penis. And this is a really, really fun, complex story that's going to get us into some freaking evolutionary biology and phylogeny. So I'm so excited. Okay, okay, okay. okay, I'm pumped. So, so, Lindsay. Yes. What is one evolutionary benefit to having a penis? I have an answer that's a right answer to this, but you might come up with other answers. Okay. An evolutionary advantage to having a penis. Um... 
Just think about it. It's okay. Take your time. The sperm wouldn't have to travel as far to fertilize the egg. But it has to travel down her penis. Oh. Oh, but you mean but, inside but the female. inside the okay, female, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. female vaginas aren't necessarily pleasant places. Some of them can be pretty hostile. It's true. That is very true. Okay. Any other benefits to having a penis to um, copulate? You can scrape the sperm out from other males. Mm, okay. Yeah, some of them can do that. Went straight to vaginal mutilation. Okay. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be <laughs> mutilating. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Okay. You can mutilate a vagina and make it so no other male can potentially mate with her. <clears throat> okay. Pretend for a moment, though, that we're not talking about spines. Okay. <laughs> what are some other benefits? Just regular old penis. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, I don't know. How do tortoises have sex? Slowly. <laughs> yes. Over a couple of hours Slowly. sometimes. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to tell you. Oh, well, well, I'll let you finish. Five. Oh. It allows for longevity. <laughs> like sex? lifetime? Like, no, no, no. Like, oh, okay. Like, I know some species out there have, have like, marathon sex episodes Mm -hmm. so that the female just gets so exhausted after one episode that she doesn't have any energy to mate with another male okay sure okay that's another one i came up with (laughs) thank you that was i'm still that was brilliant okay how do tortoises have sex um i'm gonna i'm gonna give you three words here that uh are several of our friends paleontologist friends have used to describe the benefits of a penis in evolutionary sense okay bridging the gap it allows for bits that might be a bit stiff, body plans that might be a little bit rigid, to reach from one copulatory orifice to the other, such as our friends the Stegosaurus, but also like our friends the tortoises. Now, this is important, and I'll, I'll um, get into this. This is, this is really freaking cool. But this book that I read had a lot to do with fish, which I was cool. not expecting. Yeah. And I don't even think fish are cool, but this was so fucking cool. Fish are fucking cool, Rachel. <clears throat> they breathe water. Whatever. Okay, fine. But we breathe air. Like, who's cooler? Fish. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> um, so here's the thing that's cool. Um, yeah. The, Tell me the answer. Bridging the gap. Okay. Between, between what? Like making a bridge between the medium that you're having sex in, between bodies oh. that might be separated by spines and shells and okay. things like that. You see what I mean? Yeah, now I get it. Okay, okay. Okay. So it's like having an appendage to like get up in get there. Get up in there. Yeah, and make like moves. Okay, so I was kind of right with my first answer. Kind get of. Get you closer. But not inside. So- well, not- yeah. Okay, well, you were on I the right I was on track. the right track. Okay. okay. Uh, anyway, the earliest evidence in the fossil record for phalluses, mm-hmm. a- a.k.a. penises, comes in fish-like organisms, oh. like sharks, marine reptiles, like ichthyosaur. Oh! Yeah, and we're going to get into some freaking Kansas fossils here because um, the ichthyosaur is a dolphin-like animal, and we're going to go into the seas for a moment. And what is Kansas' famous fossil history, Lindsay? Ichthyosaurs. No, 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 just Wait. the ocean. Oh, yeah. yeah I just that mean, we, like, broadly, okay. it's the ocean. Yeah, right. that we used to be covered in an ocean. Yes, so we're, we're taking it back to prehistoric Kansas right now, okay? Okay, okay so here's, here's how we know that some of those animals had to have penises. It's because when they have r- live birth, 
Mm. It means they're not shooting eggs and sperm out salmon style to fertilize. Instead, there is internal fertilization happening. Mm -hmm. And we know from looking at these animals, like an ichthyosaur, for example, it's a dolphin-like marine reptile. It's stiff. Dolphins could not have sex by touching cloacas together. They physically couldn't do that. Ichthyosaurs physically couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. And there's a good chance that your sperm and semen would get washed away in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're pretty positive based on finding embryos inside of ichthyosaurs. (gasps) That's cool. That they had to have penises to have internal fertilization for their young. That's cool. Yeah. And here's the other thing that's really cool. Um, Not only do we have fossilized embryos inside them we also have fossil like a lot of fossils in the act of giving birth what marine fossils no way yeah and so here's why it's kind of common it it turns out that um the traumatic events that probably led these animals to become fossilized in the first place they can lead to the body automatically aborting oh, the fetus. Oh, I see. So it comes out as if it's being birthed. Okay. Yep. So. <gasps> That's wild. Yeah. I never even thought about that. I know. Me either. It's so freaking cool. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Okay. I started reading this book and like the first chapter, it was like, I am. So I'm ready for all this like dinosaur sex. And then, and then he was like, Oh, we found this fish. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then they were like, oh, we found this little like squiggly thing. And I was like, oh, penis. But then they kept going and it was an umbilical cord for oh, an embryo. Oh my God. And I was like, what the fuck? Anyway, it got real exciting. But this is this is how we know those things. And so we have evidence of internal fertilization in plesiosaurs. Okay. Those are the long neck, like Loch Ness monster dudes. Yes. With the paddle. With the paddle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And mosasaurs, which is our... Famous Kansas State fossil. Yes, because isn't that because most of the mosasaurs found in the world have been found in Kansas? A lot of them have okay. been, especially certain genus, genera of mosasaurs. Okay. So like one of our um, state fossils is the Tylosaurus, which is a type of mosasaur. Um, there's a really, really cool mosasaur specimen that was actually found in Berlin. Or wait, no, Ooh. not Berlin. Where is it? Uh, where's my notes? Hang on. Uh, hang on. Oh, Slovenia. Sorry. Um, so this this was a mosasaur called Carsosaurus, which is like a tiny, cute little mosasaur. I saw a diagram of it next to a person, and it's like this big. Oh, it's little. I know. It's so small. But they found one of those that had four, at least four, advancedly developed <gasps> embryos Dang. inside of its body. So mosasaurs, we don't have, I don't think we have a Tylosaurus that has embryos, mm-hmm. but we extrapolate that mosasaurs as a group mm. had to have internal fertilization and live birth tail first we know that as well Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) like a dolphin and that means our state fossil had a penis (laughs) (laughs) what would you look at that what would you look at that probably like a like a a dolphin or a whale and we don't have the soft tissue of the penis preserved but Do, do you think they had a baculum no because that would have been easily preserved. Yeah, that, that occurred to me as soon as the words came out of my mouth. I was like, yeah, we would have found a, that. It was a good, good um, idea. But yeah, that's from the the Cretaceous, those little dudes. Okay, so with reptiles, nearly all reptiles with tails rely on a penis to bridge the gap. Okay, because tails get in the way. Tails get in the way, especially if you're something like a lizard or a crocodile mm-hmm. or something. Um, I really liked they they talked for a long time about tortoise penises, and I I, I quoted um, the word gruesome as a description for tortoise oh. penises. Um, and we've seen tortoise penises because like Todd has 
lots of tortoises and we've seen a lot of penises from yeah. tortoises tortoise penises they were real happy tortoises very ha- the most happy T- todd made, made them very made sure they were very happy oh god sounds like todd's running a tortoise sex house yeah um a did you know brothel this has come up multiple times in my duck research and even in this book um have i ever told you about the duck fluffers <laughs> Are these people who make the penis come out? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what they're called, duck only, fluffers. I, yeah. I only know that because I've heard the use of fluffers in different articles yeah. about people yep. fluffing the animal. Yeah. Yeah. That's so duck fluffers. I'm not duck saying t- Todd is a turtle fluffer. <laughs> I'm just saying that we've seen Man, I, penises. They I, are pretty gruesome. Yeah, I don't know. They are. They're kind of scary looking. Um, can I just say that I really hope Todd listens to this episode? Me too. Okay. Shit. Okay. Anyway, um, so this is probably why reptiles in a lot of groups have evolved a penis instead of the cloaca like the tuataras have. Okay. So according to the author, what? The author of this book. No, I'm just thinking. Um, the ones that we just talked about are marine. Marine. They're not dinosaurs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just I'm wanted just to clarify that. Yes. And because tuataras. Are a primitive reptile. Yes. Yes. I don't And they're know. terrestrial. They are indeed. And um, you know, mosasaurs were still around in the Cretaceous. So they mm-hmm. they aren't necessarily a more primitive like a lot of these animals live at the same time mm-hmm. and had common est- ancestry they shared elsewhere. Okay. And there's a lot of hypotheses that maybe these different groups and branches must have evolved penises separately. Separately, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so it's I'm really... just trying to picture it like on the tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know exactly where mosasaurs and ichthyosaurs and things like that fit on the tree, but they are all um, reptiles. Yeah. And I believe that mosasaurs are most related – oh, shoot. There's a certain um, – I think they're related to monitor lizards, actually. Oh. Because they specifically talked about monitor lizards and um, in that context. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, so – um, it's it's uh, hypothesized that it evolved in these marine animals specifically because of those things. Of and marine it's like, you know, challenges. Sharks, yeah, and sharks have penises too, so it's not like mm-hmm. a um, just a reptile thing. Yeah, you know? it's a, it's a marine thing in this case. But we do have bridging the gap. Yes, it's bridging the gap. So we have all this fossil evidence of other reptiles that evolved penises to meet a specific need. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm trying to say, I guess. Okay. And therefore, we can possibly extrapolate that if um, some of our common ancestors of modern reptiles lacked a penis, then, you know, again, maybe these penises are evolving separately to meet separate needs. And there's more evidence for that later on, but i got to save it. So I'm so excited. And all the penises all look so different from each other. They look different and physiologically they they function function differently. differently. (laughs) Yes. Oh, shit. I'm so fucking excited Yeah, I'm, about I just that. got okay. goosebumps. I'm okay, just you fucking wait. It's going to get excited. so good. Okay. okay, 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 okay. So um, taking this into consideration and with the idea that dinosaurs may have evolved penises specifically to bridge the gap, mm-hmm. if we were to take an animal like Ankylosaurus, which is a very armored, stiff animal, yes, um, they hypothesized and calculated that a 33-foot-long ankylosaurus with spikes and armor would need to have a six-foot-long penis oh. to bridge the gap when he got close to a female. Wow. So 
based on these hypotheses, unless they're like doing some weird squirming missionary position ankylosaur sex uh-huh. and rolling onto their bellies, which seems like a pretty vulnerable thing to do. Um, the other idea is that they could have a six foot long penis they could pop out to use oh. in order to reach the female's cloacal opening. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And it's, it's really, really freaking cool because this makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah, yeah, um, it does. It makes a ton of sense. Why, oh, oh, and it just gets even better. It gets even better. Okay, okay. Deep breath. I'm just getting so excited. Deep breath. Um, I do want to take a side note here and say that if dinosaurs did in fact have penises, they would have been like reptile and bird penises where mm. they are held inside the body and only emerge for sexual when usage. When they're u- yep. needed. Basically what I'm saying is we're do not start picturing T-Rexes with like dangly ball sacks and penises hanging down, okay? Because that's not what we're talking about. It's a cloacal opening for sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> Internal got- penises that come out when they're needed. Yes, exactly. It's like Batman. <laughs> How explain to us how a penis is like Batman? Batman hides in his cave and he comes out when he's needed. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, oh, my face is gonna hurt, <laughs> Lindsay. You're right. <laughs> Dinosaur penises are like Batman. <laughs> Okay, I apologize. I'm not sorry. Don't apologize for genius. (laughs) Okay, shit. Okay, well, let me take a break and drink some Frappuccino real quick because it's melting all over the fucking place. I'm crying a little bit now. So, in order to better understand the evidence for dinosaur penises and what those penises may have looked like and functioned like, we need to look, once again, at their modern living relatives for clues burbs and blurbs <laughs> and crocodiles and alligators crocodiles and alligators thank you crocky and alleys what i don't know <laughs> i gave burbs and blurbs a nickname croc blurbs croc cocks croc speaking of which let's talk about some croc cocks okay so <laughs> crocodiles have a penis And they are very, very closely related to dinosaurs. So as a refresher for anybody who hasn't heard my thesis on dinosaurs and birds and crocodiles yet, here is the tree. That was a very fun sound. ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Ready? Ready. Branch. Common ancestor. Crocodiles. Dinosaurs. Including birds. Okay. And somewhere in there is like pterosaurs and shit like that and too. That. So that that group is called archosaurs. Okay. Crocodiles and birds are the only living archosaurs. Okay. So let's look at their penises. Do crocodiles have a penis? Yes, they do. You've seen a picture of it. What is it like? Scary. You've seen a gif of it. Tell us about that. It's um. <laughs> what? I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I, it is not a hemipene that's paired. It's a single penis. Okay, then I'm thinking of a monotreme who has this weird, like, forehead yes, penis. That's, that's what I'm picturing. Echidnas. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, it looks like an it arm. It pops out. Yeah. It just pops out like that. Yes. Okay, pop. Like a little pop like a fist. Like, and it's got, it's it's almost like the fist is open at the end, right? Like a claw. Yeah. And it's just like. Sure. Ah. Well, I don't know about a claw, but it's it sure is a thing that's like. Got a thing on the end. Like, like this. Yeah. And it's like it's smiling. People are listening to this and can't look at your weird hand claws, Lindsay. 
<laughs> I know. I just, I'm uh, a very hand gesture person. I understand. I had to train myself to limit my hand gestures when I had birds on my glove. Because oh. when I first started working here, I'd have like a big hawk and I'd be like, wow. <laughs> bird would lose it. Okay. Okay. Um. Anyway. All right. Side note. They could have. It's in the hypothesis. We'll talk about all the evidence. It's possible that they could have evolved penises separately. Okay. In all these groups. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I'm trying to keep that open-minded. Yes. <clears throat> okay. So, yes. Crocodiles have a penis. It pops out. More on that later. Um, which birds have a penis? Ducks. Ducks? That's all I know of. Are ducks 3% of all birds on the planet? No. But there are a lot of ducks. And not all ducks have a penis. <laughs> no, and they can be different sizes and different shapes and different textures and different colors and different lengths. I said sizes, but yeah, okay. Yeah. Is there another kind of bird that has a penis? Yes. What is it? Okay, okay. Is here, it big here. bird? I'm going to, okay. I, I literally wrote like in asterisks an eyebrow wiggle after this next sentence. Oh, Lord. Okay. There are two categories of birds that have penises. Number one, certain ground birds, basically waterfowl. Okay. Number two. Primitive birds like rapids. <gasps> yes. Okay. Primitive birds like rapids. Okay. 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 Are you getting excited? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, yeah. Shit. Okay. So here we go. Um, I'm gonna tell you what rapids are first, because you might have a picture in your mind of what they are. Yeah. Um, which which birds are coming to mind? Um, <laughs> cassowaries. The muppet emus, birds. Yeah. Yes. Well, not like the shoebill muppet bird, but the other. But muppet the other birds. ones yeah. that actually Ostriches. look like dinosaurs with big ass feet, three yep. toes. Yep. yep. All those guys are raytites. Um, also, raytites are kiwis and tinamous, which what are is a tinamou. It's a. It's like a tropical bird. Mm. Um, they. They're kind of a special case. Um, so primitive birds like raytites, ostriches, emus, cassowaries. Rias. Okay. And some extinct ones like moas and elephant birds. Okay. Okay. I'm getting I'm getting so excited. Ostriches. Slow down. Have an eight inch penis. What the fuck? Yep. They they have an eight inch penis. I have a picture of one, but let me tell you about it first. So they they have like a little dance that they do for the females. And they're they're a tall bird, so eight inches yeah, is not like that's huge. Little. Yeah. Um for and, that big of a bird. Exactly. I mean. Yeah. And and what they what they'll do is they'll like do like a little dance display for the females. It doesn't look like what I'm doing the wave right now. But yeah. um I'm trying to pretend like I had ostrich wing feathers and I'm like, Oh, when they're Whoa. doing their like wingy shake things. Yeah. Well they'll do like a dance for the yeah, you've probably seen the videos of it. Um but they probably never show on the Discovery Channel that when they get really worked up to like the peak of their performance, um, they'll get so excited that their cloaca swells and turns bright red. And then just all of a sudden, they'll defecate and pee everywhere and their penis pops out. And it's this like eight inch bright red penis that just dangles there enticing the female. What? Yeah. Is there a video? Um, I don't. I don't have a video, but I do have a picture of it. Okay, I want to see a picture of it, okay. and I want to know what zoos do about this. Oh, dang it! It's in my email. I, have to, I emailed it to myself earlier. What zoos do about this? Yeah, I don't know. We need to ask our zoo friends, though. I don't we have do. any anecdotes about zoo. I know. Isn't that crazy? Like, I I don't know why I never knew this about ostriches that they like dangle their penises. I out. never even. I've never even thought about ostrich reproduction. Like, no, at all. Me I, either. I just think about their eggs and the bird, and I don't. I don't think about the in between. <laughs> okay, here's 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 an erect ostrich penis. Oh my god, it looks like a tongue. <laughs> 
<gasps> and it arcs upward and you can see there's yeah. like stuff coming out of and it that's like, from the urine because remember they get so excited that they okay. will defecate all over themselves now, as they erect the penis okay and that's pretty common in birds oh wow oh, it i looks know so like muscular yeah it's like a short little penis it like pops out it doesn't look I mean, when people imagine a penis, it doesn't look like that at all. That's why no. I say it looks like a t- it looks like a tongue. It does look like a tongue. Like it's got like a little, um, yeah. like a I don't know, a tongue texture on the bottom. Like, like the, the thing that attaches upward. it to you, to the bottom of your mouth. Yeah, what's the word for that? I don't know. I don't know. People cut it sometimes though. I don't know why. Ooh, I know that wigs me, me out. Um, but yeah, so that's an ostrich penis. Okay. I assume you're putting this in the show notes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I hope Just because I know a lot of people page. are probably like, I gotta Google this. Well, oh, don't yeah. Google it. If you can you're Google driving. it if you want to. Probably, but it's also just gonna be on our show notes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Did you read anything on that page? By the way, you. I did not. I'll, I was fixated on the tongue penis. Okay. Thank you. I'm glad. Um. Anyway, so they'll display their penis. Now, um. Let's get into some. Do they do it missionary or is it like? Oh, they, they mount each other from behind. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they don't really have long tails, so it's a very different problem than what dinosaurs would have. Okay. Um, because yeah, dinosaurs have, sense. like, the long, bony yeah, tails, yeah. and ostriches have, like, little short, stubby, fused okay. tails. So well, now I want to know if ostriches are gay. Yes. <laughs> what? They can be. Yeah. Uh, awesome. they, they literally had a whole paragraph about that in the book that I read, and they went on this whole, like, um, side note about, like, gay animal relationships and bird relationships in particular, uh-huh. which I thought was kind of interesting, but it didn't really seem relevant to this discussion, so I didn't take any notes on that. But yeah, they oh, can be gay. I just have so many questions about ostriches, <laughs> but I know that's getting off topic, so let's okay, okay, okay. stick with dinosaur. We're going to stick with dinosaur, um, this question that we have. So based on our most recent molecular studies, um, we know that a certain group, we, we, we um, have... They're, they're not really like orders or taxonomic groups, but they're phylogenetic groups, okay. clades. Um, and we divide most birds, like our modern living birds, into two groups. Um, the most primitive one is called paleognathes. Mm, that's a fun word. Yeah. So paleo means like primitive. Nathes with a G means jaw. So they have primitive palates and jaw structure. Okay. And based on molecular studies that look at different like mutation rates and levels of similarity and things like that, we know that paleognaths are a monophyletic group. So they all have that one common ancestor. So they really are related. It's not just that they superficially happen to have the same jaw. Mm -hmm. So they're all related. They're all related. And they are the most primitive. Now, next to paleognaths. The second group. Yes. Right. The most primitive birds outside of paleognathes are waterfowl. Oh, what? No way. Yeah. I never would have thought that. Yeah. Okay. So um, backing up to paleognathes a little bit, I'm going to tell you a little bit about those guys. Um, tinamous are considered the most advanced or I don't like the word advanced, but derived. Um, so that means like they're like the most specialized. They've diverged the most. You see what I mean? Yes. So um, out of those birds, kiwis, emus, ostriches, rheas, Extinct moas, elephants, birds, and others are also in paleognathes. Okay. Not all of those are ratites. And in fact, based on these molecular studies, we know that ratites as a group are not actually monophyletic. They are paraphyletic. So it oh. turns out kiwis and emus are their own little sister branch. So kiwis are related to <gasps> emus. Okay. And then like ostriches and rheas are on a different sister branch. Isn't that cute? That's so fun. I know. I thought that was cute. Anyway, so then with waterfowl, waterfowl are the next most primitive bird. And 
we actually have a prehistoric true duck called Vegavis that we found in the early Cretaceous. So, and okay, remember the other day on Facebook when I did that like post where it was like, ask me what my favorite blank is and yes. I'll answer with my top five or whatever. Yes. Somebody asked me my favorite dinosaurs mm. and Vegavis, one of the species of Vegavis was on my list as one of my favorites. What does a Vegavis look like? Ooh, I'll show you a picture. I'll, I'll Google it real quick for I'm you. I'm really interested in why its name is Vega. Vegavis? I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know what Vega means. Vega is like, um, Vega is a star. Uh, but what does it mean? I don't know what it means. Um, the only thing I can think of is that it's a star in our solar system. I think it's in our solar there system. <gasps> oh, it's cute. Isn't it cute? Look at all those colors. I know. Well, I mean, we don't know the colors. Well, we might. I don't know. That don't looks know. like a child's drawing. Dang, you're right. Well, anyway, it looked like one of these things. This one was in a famous uh, study that came out. Okay. Vigavi's Ayai. Uh, I don't really know how to say the oh. species name because it's like nothing but vowels. That's weird. Um, but this this was the first fossilized syrinx that we found in a bird. Oh wow, yeah. that's fascinating. Yep. So that's the first bird. And that's voice why box. the syrinx was like highlighted in highlighted that illustration. In it. Okay. Yeah. But here's what's interesting about that. So um, since true ducks were around in the Cretaceous. Like, this guy is, like, related to Anatidae. Like, way the fuck The actual there. family, yeah. Um, that means that they must have diverged from uh, Paleognaths okay. before the Cretaceous. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. And based on this, we have deduced that most modern birds probably lost their penis secondarily. So they had a penis and then they lost it. Yeah. Because they are the most un- primitive birds, worthy had them of the appendage. Well, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> they didn't need it. Yeah, it they, was just extra weight to carry you, you around. Don't, you don't use it, you lose it. <laughs> exactly. You don't need a, a penis. Yeah, it just bump butts. <laughs> so it's a secondary op- adaptation. That's what we've deduced. Okay. Um, so maybe it was for flight, like a weight reduction thing. Mm-hmm. It could have been a response to their fused tail and other flight body modifications that mean they didn't really need like an extra appendage to get in there. So and... why did they have it in the first place then? Well, perhaps because their dinosaur ancestors. Oh, I see what you're saying. Had okay. a penis. Cretaceous period. Cretaceous. Though. Yeah. I think it's the Cretaceous period that's like throwing me off. Why? And the fact that they diverged prior to that yeah so that means that before the cretaceous mm-hmm. and during the cretaceous birds already had penises yeah. is what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm following you i'm okay. just like whoa it's it's cool so i think some people don't realize like okay um it's it's easy to picture evolution as being like a, a linear thing mm-hmm. where you're like okay um we have things like tyrannosaurus that gave rise to like things like Anchiornis, which gave rise to Microraptor, yeah, which gave rise like to these toothed birds, but they are actually down. all existing at the same time mm-hmm. because they branch apart from each other, which means you can have little raptor-like dudes evolving more raptor-like features mm-hmm. at the same time that you have basically toothed birds that have evolved out of those raptor-like ancestors. Yeah. So they all exist at the same time in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. But what's so that but yeah, so here's here's the takeaway from this is that we know that at least minimally by the Cretaceous birds had penises huh so the common ancestor for that penis feature was probably before that does that make sense yes am i getting and and here's what's fucking great okay it's gonna get even better Lindsay. i know you're not oh my god i know okay 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 it's gonna be great okay 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 Okay. so um 
moving on. We have an evolutionary history. We have our phylogeny. We have our different groups. Now, let's do some forensics to really dig into what the evidence is for these shared lineages in terms of fossils and physiology and anatomy that's very specific and detailed about how this thing functions. Yes. Okay. Is this in addition to the evidence that we've already discussed, for example? Yes. Okay. It is in addition to the evidence we've already Okay. I'm just making sure it's not like rehashing like way over here different evidence no okay no it's the same thing okay we're gonna talk about fluids and shit it's gonna be great (gasps) fluids i know fluids okay 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 so number one fossils what fossil evidence do we have no penis fossil evidence yes we have no soft tissue evidence however um one of the things that dr long (laughs) (laughs) i can't take this seriously i'm really sorry dr long um um pointed out was that we have an oviraptorosaur pelvis fossil from the Jiangxi province that was discovered by Dr. Tamaki Sato from the Canadian Museum of Nature. And this, yeah. And this, I don't know if you've seen a picture of it, but um, it's just the pelvis and the legs and eggs inside the body that are like in the process of being egg birthed, whatever that's called. Laid. Laid. (laughs) Egg laying. Um, that just sounded more sexy than yeah. It, yeah. I'll find I it. I think I can picture it. I think I've seen this before. I'm sure you have. I'll show you anyway. Okay. How many eggs are there? Are there like Two. okay. Here it is. Um the first fossil. <gasps> oh yes. Yep. The I first gravid dinosaur pelvis yes. fossil. Okay. So that's so cool. Um this is this is evidence that's kind of like the embryos that we found inside of certain animals that indicate internal fertilization and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But here's here's what this teaches us. Um, from this, uh, the arrangement of the eggs inside of its body indicated that this oviraptorosaur retained two functional oviducts the way that crocodiles do. Oh! <laughs> but had reduced the number of eggs ovulated at one time to one per oviduct as birds do. Really? Yes. So it's it's like with birds, it's a weight adaptation thing. They they reduce that there's like one egg produced at a time per at oviduct. Time. Yeah. Which is why not all the eggs are laid, are at, laid the same time. at the same time. Yep. But um, birds only have one oviduct. They've lost their second oviduct. So they have a crocodile-style oviduct, but they produce eggs like a bird does. And um, – based on like the fossilized nest that we found and stuff, Mm -hmm. um, we know that uh, they laid eggs more like a primitive bird does, like an ostrich or a ratite, other ratites, which is like two at a time spaced out, not in like a random pile the way that reptiles do. Okay. 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 So crocodilian style tracked with avian style of egg formation. It's kind of in between this. That's crazy. Yeah. So this, to Dr. Long, um, he considered to be the greatest evidence to support a crocodile and ratite-like copulation, which would have involved penises. Which has a penis. Because they have so many things in common with those different animal groups that also have the penis in common, he considered that to be a huge bit of evidence. Okay. Now, that's very circumstantial. Mm Mm-hmm. And... It doesn't really have anything to do with the penis exactly, 
but it does show some reproductive characteristics they have in common with both of those groups. Okay. That we can infer without having to have soft tissue fossilized. Do you see what I mean? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm following you. So, which is most likely? That they had physiology like a crocodile or they had physiology like a ratite in terms of penises? Well, let's look at the physiology of crocodile and bird penises. Hey, okay. Lindsay. Hey, what? Did you fucking know? That bird penises are different from every other penis on the fucking planet because of their fluids. <sighs> Not because of their fluids. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, okay, Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay. <laughs> look okay. at me. Look at me. Oh, yes. When a penis becomes erect, yes. What fills the penis to make it erect? Blood. You're correct. You're right. In mammalian. Yes. And most amniotes. Okay. So most egg-laying creatures, amniotes. Okay. That have penises. Okay. Including reptiles. Except for birds. Mm. What do they fill it with? <laughs> Saliva? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't no. know. <laughs> that is the next bodily fluid I could think of. Lymphatic fluids. What? Yeah. Okay. So they've evolved have... a totally separate penis erection system. And Holy this is shit. Yeah. And this is something that all birds have in common, which is more evidence that bird penis systems evolved as a common thing and didn't become derived because nothing else on the fucking planet has a lymphatic fluid filled erect penis except birds that's insane that's a lot of that's a lot of lymphatic fluid it is yeah and they have a special like um i don't think i wrote this down in my notes but they they i have a whole article about this i'll post the link to the article that examines the emus and ostrich and stuff um but they have like a separate like organ that basically like rapidly pushes lymphatic fluid out into the penis. And that's one of the reasons why they can evert it so violently like right away. They have a separate system in there that's like boom, erect penis, lymph fluid. So do they have like a reservoir of lymphatic fluid that's just waiting to get shoved into a penis? I guess. Whoa. And I imagine that since um, a lot of these waterfowl lose their penises mm. after the season is over, mm -hmm. I, I imagine that that, res that reservoir probably goes away too. Probably. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it like swells up or something during the breeding season. That's just, that's pure speculation. Yes, but absolutely. We could like dive into the paper if we wanted more information. And if any oh. listeners are like, what the fuck, then you can go do that too. But yeah. So, oh my God. So basically um, this crazy, unique, novel lymphatic penis mm -hmm. evolved in the ancestor of birds. And who's the fucking ancestor of birds, Lindsay? Fucking dinosaurs, Rachel. dinosaurs! Holy but here's shit. What's also, I know, but here's what's also cool. It's going to get even better. Okay. Um, the tissues that are used mm. in the penis itself, like the collagen, the fibers, all that bullshit, uh -huh. those are all still analogous to reptile penises. So it's the same tissues, but they've evolved a completely separate way of erecting them. So Okay. That's yes. crazy. Yes. So, the, but there's some evidence there that you know um, they they had something to work with that could evolve in these different ways into a functioning penis. You see what I mean? Yes. Okay. So they have like the cellular, molecular like starting point for a it's penis there. that evolved into different functions and different like novel erection styles. Okay. Okay. So the only difference there is that reptile penises erect using blood, and inflation of the penis is an important 
element of penile function in most amniotes. Inflation is an important yes. function. Okay. So what I mean by that is the the little like flaccid penis going erect and getting bigger and, getting bigger. and like averting or whatever. Uh-huh. Some kind of inflation, whether it's through lymphatic fluids oh, or blood, that is like mandatory, like a really important integral function of what the penis does in order to do its job. I see. Okay. In most amniotes. Wow. Except... Uh. Crocodiles. <laughs> Only crocodiles? <laughs> Only crocodiles. Huh. Okay, 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 okay. And here's what that means. Here's a paper from 2012-ish, or 2013 or 14, I don't remember. But anyway, it's about how crocodile penises fucking function. Okay, are you ready for this? <laughs> I'm ready. The penis, is a quote, the penis in male crocodilians is notable because its shaft does not seem to change. Either its shape or bending stiffness as blood enters its vascular spaces before copulation. Here, I report that crocodilians may have evolved a mechanism for penile shaft erection that does not require inflation or detumescence, but I don't know what that means. Okay, so the crocodile penis is just hard all the time. Does it need inflated? It's hard all the time, and that means that the function and the way that a crocodile penis... uh, inflates or whatever is completely different from both birds and reptiles and it's like it's like fucking different it's like weird it's so weird and alligators are not included in that crocodilians as a group include alligators like they study okay so you were saying crocodiles not crocodilians so oh that's my bad yeah and that's why i was like just crocodiles so they they studied like like, all of them yes they studied nile crocodiles and american alligators in this study and they used the tissue samples from both like mostly american alligators but this is crocodilians as a group okay yeah gotcha so um basically huh. <laughs> here's, here's this, is, this is really cool so um recent uh amniote phylogeny so amniotes again are those like egg producing like whatever like animals mm-hmm. um so the the lineage that contains archosaurs which is crocodiles birds and dinosaurs there's a sister group to that called rhynchocephalia mm. which lack a penis or sometimes have lateral hemipenes and analyzing these sister groups it seems as though archosaurs evolved their penis separately from other lineages including mammals so archosaurs as a group developed their penises in a separate way from other organisms okay yes Crocodilian penises do contain a blood vascular system. Mm-hmm. So the blood does move into the penis. In crocodilians? In crocodilians. It's already erect. Yeah. It's already erect all the time. So it's blood might move into it. And I think it says that the um, th- there can be a little bit of blood moving into like the glands or something really specific. But it doesn't actually inflate or erect the penis itself. Huh. Okay. Yep. So unlike all other amniotes, they're just erect all the time and they do not inflate their penis with either blood or lymph so their penis is completely different from both huh okay 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 so let's take this back a step yeah take this back a step what does this mean about dinosaur penises and we don't know the real answer to this but here is what we do know we do know that the most primitive reptile did not have a penis 
Tuatars and things like Tuatars? that. Tuatars? Okay. Yes. Okay. So when other animals began to diverge, such as ichthyosaurs, such as crocodiles, <laughs> crocodilians, such as dinosaurs, mammals at some point, they all evolved separate independent penis functions. Damn. Do we know whether dinosaur penises were ever like a crocodile's? Not exactly. We don't know. But we do know that crocodiles evolved their penis apart from other reptiles because they're real fucking different. And we know that at some point, absolutely 100%, dinosaurs had to have a lymph-style penis because that is what the ancestor of birds had before birds diverged, before the Cretaceous, yep. before we had actual waterfowl separating from paleognaths, before all of that, before the Cretaceous, dinosaurs definitely had a bird-like lymph fluid penis. And that for some dinosaurs, unless they fucking rolled over onto their belly, the only way for them to bridge the gap was to have at least a six-foot-long penis in some cases. <laughs> Full of lymph. Was it corkscrew like a duck? We have no fucking clue. Because it's soft tissue. It's soft tissue. Was it like a little fist like an alligator? We don't fucking know. We don't know what it was. But we know that at least some dinosaurs definitely had a penis. And that the dinosaur penis is yet another reason why birds are literally dinosaurs. Mic drop. Mic drop. The end. That's all I have for Holy you today. Holy shit, dude. I just learned so much. <laughs> I know. Okay, take a moment. So Maybe all in. pull out all my dinosaur knowledge, <laughs> which is limited <laughs> compared to yours. I had to think real hard sometimes. <sighs> that was awesome. Thank you. Holy crap. Um, so that's it. That's what we know about dinosaur sex. And okay. what we know about the evolution of birds, what we know about just like how life on this planet functions how sex on this planet functions seriously yeah seriously okay okay and that's why this was my next my newest favorite episode yeah this, this, this <laughs> might be one of my favorite episodes yes this is awesome <laughs> for real man okay. oh shit well that's all okay. okay i'll do the outro thank you Thanks to our producers, the Great Plains Nature Center, for letting us, their employees, talk about sex. <laughs> That's what this one was about. It was sex. All sex. Um, show notes are on NaughtyNaturePodcast.com. Email us at NaughtyNature at GPNC.org. Please leave us a review. We want to hear from you guys. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. And I looked into why Apple wasn't showing our reviews and... Basically, it just said, oh, well, it usually takes longer on the explicit podcast for some reason, but we have no re no way of, like, figuring out whether where they're being held or, like, they're just held for review. And This is why Apple is the devil. Yeah, that's a, that opinion is Lindsay's personal opinion and is not sponsored by the Great Plains Nature Center <laughs> or its affiliates. That is my opinion, and all <laughs> Apple products can go to hell. Hey, I really like my iPad. Okay, fine. <laughs> At any rate, um... Next time you see literally any fucking bird, just imagine remember. a dinosaur in the missionary position. God, no, that's not what I was. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, well, you that's can what do I that. keep going back to. <laughs> imagine T Rex is going butt to butt oh, or missionary God. position. Or if you like, just give that little bird a wave and a respectful nod and uh, a little teardrop down your face because it did lose its penis. Um, but know that if it still had a penis. 
it would be yet another reason why it's a dinosaur. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.